with rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. There is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Gumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold, here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. Alan, you in the house? I'm in the house, Chris. In the house. Having a great day thus far. How about yourself? I'm doing really well. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Down on the coast, uh, obviously in Florida, as most people know that tune in. Here in the uh, Gulf Coast, and what a beautiful day. I'll tell you, it uh, got up early, went out, on the, uh, went out on the beach where I normally go and do uh, and set up my day for success. And uh, write in my journal, uh, take some action, and then go kick some ass. Uh, and that's what we're going to do today, Alan. We're going we're gonna to certainly introduce guests that uh, I'm really excited to, uh, to interview today and uh, learn a lot more about. Um, but we had a pre-interview. We learned uh, some things that she had gone through, uh, quite frankly, that most people in life don't ever uh, go through. And uh, it's not a good or bad thing, but uh, I certainly know that she's going to bring some inspiration today. And she's going to bring some insight to some things that most people would be unaware of in uh, in our world, uh, you know, daily. So, um, on that note, Alan, why don't you uh, why don't you take it away? Indeed, we'll do. Thanks, Chris. You know, we have uh, we are very appreciative, obviously, of all, of all the guests that come on our show, as Chris mentioned, and we're very fortunate uh, for uh, these folks to bring their wisdom and their their magic and their genius to the to the audience here, and uh, be able to leave them with some some great nuggets. And today is no exception. Uh, today I take a, a, a real personal approach to because uh, this individual, with their service and with what with what they're dealing with now, is similar to with what uh, you know some of the experience that I've you know that I've had. And so I'm excited to uh, bring this individual on. Uh, she is a uh, has a history in uh, vein and vascular uh, medicine, and uh, she is a retired uh, captain and first lieutenant for the United States Air Force. And um, her unique history. Well, first off, I'd just like to say on on behalf of Chris and I, uh, thank you for your service. And thank you for putting uh, yourself out there for the benefit of uh, not only those in our country, but for the, the suffering and the protection of those uh, around the world that, that need some assistance. So with that said, uh, the young woman we have in the uh, house today is uh, Jennifer Clark. Uh, real big background in uh, health and uh, work, like I said, was uh, uh, in the... Uh, United States uh, Air Force and was deployed uh, to Panama City and then to Afghanistan and she spent 166 days there and she wrote a book about her history and she wrote a book 
uh, called 166 Days, My Journey Through the Darkness. And part of that darkness is uh, not only dealing with uh, what she had to at that point in time, boots on the ground right at the front line, but uh, what she um, had to deal with when she came back from a PTSD standpoint and how that has, uh, has helped her life, how it has grown her family and uh, her marriage and uh, also the tools that it's given her to be able to bring this topic and these resources and this uh, success coming out of, of this environment to her audience as a coach and consultant um, is, is very honorable. So with that said, uh, let's welcome Jennifer Clark. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Well, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it and truly am honored to be with you for today. Well, we're honored to have you, and uh, as Alan said, uh, we really appreciate, uh, first of all, your service, but most importantly, um, you know, even outside of, the, of what you've done, you know, the service that you're providing others now, um, and plus, you know, you wrote a book, and I'm really excited to dive in that into that, uh, Jennifer, and, you know, I think that's probably a good question to start out with, and certainly, um, you know, I know it's something that uh, is important to you and, and important to get your story out, and, and also help you know the people that you're helping out there and and you know our job is to help you help more people um, and hence having you on this show and, and the reach that we have so that people understand that story so why don't we start there Jennifer can you tell us about your book and what it's about yes um, well Chris like you I truly value having a journal um, I think that a journal is something that can be such an incredible tool for us all and you know, back when um, that deployment to Afghanistan happened, I was young in my career. I was newly commissioned as an officer, um, you know, a year out of, out of school, and I got tasked with this incredibly challenging deployment um, to be attached with a team of Green Berets. And um, myself and a female medic were going to be what was called a female treatment team, where we went out with this team on a fire base, and we were going to be helping to provide health care to the local nationals as well as, you know, the team themselves. And so in going into that, um, I knew it was going to be a, a paramount time in my life and I, I wanted to record that for maybe my kids someday um, to be able to kind of tell them, hey, this is what your mom did back in my crazy military days or, you know, just as something for my own reflection. Um, I had no idea that it would become what it has and um, the impact that it's been able to have on other people as well as myself. And so the book is basically about our experience over there and then the unfortunate experience that I think so many service members have when they come back from war and dealing with post-traumatic stress. And, um, but it's been something that, I, as, as difficult as it was, is something I would never trade. Um, I'm such a better person for it and I am truly blessed to be able to take my experience and use it to serve others and and that's what the book is about and that's why um, I ultimately decided to publish the story um, to get the word out there to you know certainly be a voice to people who may be going through the same things and and to, to let them know that there is hope and you can come through uh, extreme adversity in life 
So that's basically it in a nutshell. <laughs> wow. And, um, yeah, what a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you said it correctly. And, uh, well, you know, I appreciate that. And, and you're right. You know, this is, um, you know, the importance of carrying a journal is you're able to capture things um, that, quite frankly, you know, are easy to forget. Not that this, you know, experience was... Um, easy to forget in, in your circumstance. Um, but, you know, life, um, you know, and that's why audience, we always ask you to bring your journal because this is where you, you know, gather things that are going to help you with, uh, you know, whatever is going on in your life. Um, and a lot of times, you know, Jennifer's experience, for example, may not be exactly what, um, you know, most people will go through, but it's about the transferable knowledge that she can pass on that, you know, can help you overcome um, adversities because we all have them. No one goes, you know, unscathed through life without having things that, um, you know, enter uh, our, our being and, and, and our livelihoods. Uh, but most importantly, the information that gets shared can help you cope with the things that, um, you know, we all go through. Alan, what, uh, what's your thoughts on, uh, on this opening? Because it was certainly uh, very, um, very inspiring um, at the same time, uh, somewhat, you know, uh, scary. Well, you know, well, it's life, and, and life sometimes can be scary, Chris, and I, and I totally agree. And Jennifer, I uh, thank you so much for, for giving us the heads up as, as to how you got here. And I've been diving into your book, 166 Days, and, and I love how you prefaced uh, in the beginning here kind of what clicked for you. And um, I'm going to take just a second here because I want the audience to really be able to physically put themselves in the position of where you're at, um, whether they have actually been there or not, because what it does is it sets the stage for everything that came later. So let me read just a quick paragraph here. It has to do with uh, you at uh, night trying to feed your, your baby girl and the challenges that you had over a couple hour period, and but what clicked with you. And it says right here, I'm reading this verbatim right out of her book. The next paragraph is, uh, my physician assistant in instincts ticked in. What if she's dehydrated, talking about her baby, she thought. I reached down and put my finger in her tongue, and it, on, and it was dry. Oh, my God, she is dehydrated. I looked down at her with great concern, but I didn't see Ayla. I was holding that baby, the dying baby in Afghanistan. Her brother had carried her into my clinic in what looked like a potato sack, uh, wrapped you know, over his shoulder, plopped her down on my gurney, and untied the sack. I looked inside and saw the skin and bones of what used to be a healthy baby girl. Now minutes from death, there was nothing I could do to save her. As I looked down at my daughter, I was right back there in the horrible place. I could smell the filth in the air and I could hear the breaths slowly leaving the baby girl's tiny dying body. So not to be a downer, but with that said, this is an important topic, Jennifer, and I'm so glad that you're, that you're addressing this. What's the biggest thing you learn from this experience? Yeah, thank you, Alan. And certainly it is a difficult topic to, to take on. And I know it's not a usual topic for you guys to talk about, but it's so important to know that um, whether it's, it's you know, a, a circumstance like that or just adversity, period, in life, we all face challenges. And I can tell you that there's so many things that I took from this experience that have shaped me and made me better because of them. But I was 
tested over and over and over again in so many ways, you know, when I was there and certainly when I came home and in those moments as I struggled to kind of figure out who I was again. But what I really learned is that we all have these moments in our lives. And the bottom line is no matter what happens in us, life is way too short to not be intentional with our joy. We have got to protect and um, maximize the joy that we have in our life because it is way too short. And I feel like the most important way that we do that is, is we take hold of resilience in our life and use it for um, the incredible value and um, resources that resilience can bring us in adversity. Fantastic. I think you just hit on something extremely important there, the ability to bounce back or the ability to bounce forward. And I think that's a, you know, a, a big piece that a lot of people don't do. They don't know how. They don't know how to do that. Um, so I guess, Chris, without, without taking your thunder here, I'm going to go right into, a, a, I think we'd both like to know, how do you define resilience, Jennifer? You know, it's funny. I was speaking at um, an event a few years ago, and I was kind of talking through my story, and this incredible guy who is now a, a dear friend and mentor of mine um, by the name of Toby Warren, um, he came up to me and he said, you know something, Jennifer, your story is a story of resilience. And I, I smiled and said, thank you. He's like, no, you need to listen to me. He said, this is how I define resilience. He said, resilience is not just about overcoming our adversities, but thriving because of them. And I mean, when I heard him say that, it hit me truly like a ton of bricks. And it made me go home and just reflect on my entire life. And certainly, this particular experience that I wrote about in the book was one of the most challenging things that I'd ever been through. But... I, I look back at my whole life, and I've had a lot of adversity, yet I still have managed to thrive. I am such a joyful, happy, peaceful, loving person, despite all of that. And that definition, I think, is so exactly who I am. And so when he said that to me, it made me think, well, what is it? What did I do in my life? Despite all of these adversities, you know, through this experience in Afghanistan and life in general, what have I done in my life that has made me resilient as defined by Mr. Toby Warren? And um, so I, I did. I, I came up with several things in reflection of my own life that I have applied. And then, and, and then it became a passion of mine to be able to share that with other people because what I tapped into innately in my own world is something that has been so incredibly powerful to me. Why not share that? And so that's certainly my message has definitely become one of resilience and thriving because of the adversity that I have faced in my life. That's, I think uh, everybody can relate to that. Chris, what do you think? Absolutely. You know, you said something just uh, prior to uh, talking about resilience, but, you know, living intentionally with your, you know, our joy and, you know, that life is too short and, you know, just 
for everybody, you know, including myself and, you know, yourself, Alan, you know, just listening to that one statement, I think we can all step back and, and, and realize, especially, you know, hearing that come from uh, a young lady like Jennifer, who, you know, really was in a situation that most of us will never be in. And, you know, in some cases, thank goodness for that. But at the same time, we appreciate, you know, obviously the service and, and what she's brought back in terms of knowledge and that you can share. Um, so, you know, again, thanks um, for, for diving into that and, and what, you know, resilience is. And, you know, we're all faced with things. Every day, um, you know, I look at the same circumstances, you know, to get through and, and, and sometimes uh, blindsided, obviously, uh, <laughs> with some things that happen to us. Um, do you have any takeaways you can give our listeners on how they can become more resilient? you know, in life or their business per se or relationships in some cases? Yeah, I do. Um, as, I, as I was kind of alluding to, you know, in my own reflections of, of what I've done in my world in my own resilience, there are, there are several takeaways that um, I've really been able to apply to my life and to teach others that has really been very impactful. Um, the first one, really, I think, and one of the more important things I think we all should do is is to realize when it comes to the circumstances in our lives is, is to realize that we have a choice. I think that there is so much that we cannot control in life, like illness and injury and other people, their thoughts, their actions, their words, the circumstances that, you know, are just part of the deck of cards that we've been dealt. And I think if we're not careful, we can let what we can't control overshadow what we can. And, you know, when I was in the midst of my struggles and that particular night that you referenced from the book was actually the night that I realized I did have a choice I had been in denial up until that point for about 18 months you know the the, the things that I was feeling and, and the anger and the sadness and you know my world spinning out of control all of that stuff I, I completely suppressed and was trying to put away into a pretty little box in the back of my closet of emotions, if you will, and it was that night with my little girl, you know, it was the second night I had her home from the hospital, and it was in that moment that I realized I had to make a decision. I could let what was happening consume me and define who I was from that moment on, or I could do something about it, and so that's when I decided I had to. I had to go and, and, and get some help for that, and so... Certainly, realizing that we have a choice in dealing with uh, the situations that we're in is one of the most important things when it comes to resilience and, and staying committed to that choice. Because when I finally did say, hey, I need to get some help and, and, and let somebody help me, um, that was very difficult um, because I had to unwrap all of those things that I had packed away. And it was painful. And there were many times that I wanted to quit. But I had to continue to keep it on the forefront of my mind and, and my heart what the right thing to do was, and that was to overcome that and not let it consume me. So that certainly is, is one of the bigger things right. as far as resilience is concerned, you know. Well, you said we something. We don't need to be um, a, a victim of our circumstances. 
pushing. That's what a lot of people do is they have they is they allow themselves to become a victim of their circumstance because maybe they feel they are not in control of that circumstance. But you said something, and and I, Chris, I'm sorry, I, I kind of oh, jumped okay. in front of you here. But uh, Jennifer, you said something about uh, taking you know control of the joy of what you can do, and I think that's a, that can be a big leap for people. Uh, for some people, especially dealing with uh, tragedy and challenge, is to be able to look at the you know, the other side of the scale, look at the happy and look at the joyful part, and to make that uh, decision and stay committed to that decision. So we honor you for doing that and honor you for being able to so clearly uh, depict that story and how you made that shift. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's really... Um, it's humbling to certainly look at all of the things that are surrounding us that are way out of our control, but we don't need to stop there. We need to kind of take a step back and say, okay, this is happening. This is what it is. What can I do about it? It's just like when you get into relationships and personality conflicts with people at work or at home. You know, people are who they are but where you can make the changes within yourself. And that's so powerful once we realize that. Yeah, most definitely. And you said something, you know, you realized you needed help and then you let the help happen. You know, and, and I think that's a big thing for people is, you know, we don't get out of our way um, in order for those things to, uh, you know, transpire, um, you know, properly and quite frankly get to a point where um, when you allow things to happen, they, you know, tend to happen much quicker and, and, and again, you have a lot of other opportunities that starts to come, uh, come your way. Man, you are, you know, certainly an inspiration and uh, I didn't realize, uh, Jennifer, you know, lighten up a little bit of things, uh, you know, at this point. But um, I didn't be, I didn't realize you're that close uh, to, uh, you know, where I am, uh, you know, in Florida. Well, I, I was. Oh, you I, were? I okay. I'm not anymore. No, I was. <laughs> um, yeah, I was stationed in uh, Panama City, which is very close to you. And That's correct. Um, absolutely beautiful beaches. I mean, talk about... A blessing. Spoil. Yeah, sure, I'll go to Panama <laughs> City when they put <laughs> the Air Force send me there. But, um, right. So we were there for about eight years, and just this year um, we relocated to Houston. And That's so, correct. That's correct. Yes, I, I feel that I have become somewhat of a beach snob um, <laughs> for my time there. So I have not gone to Galveston just yet, not to right. say there's anything wrong with it, but I'm, I'm easing into my separation from the beautiful Emerald Coast. <laughs> yes, and it certainly is a, a beautiful Emerald Coast, in fact, um, and you know this time of year, uh, the water just completely turns uh, green um, and aqua yeah. green at that and, and beautiful blue and, you know, all kinds of wonderful colors and, and everything just comes alive this time of year. But um, yeah, I remember talking to you previous and you're right you did move uh, away from this beautiful uh, beautiful area but um, uh, not too far away uh, you know the 30a area I'm sure and uh, that's, I do, uh, yeah. yeah it's not too far from where you uh, where you were but uh, that being said you can make uh, all kinds of uh, you know opportunities be a lot of fun no matter where you are in life um, so true. you know now that uh, you're out of the military tell us what you're up to now what's going on well, you know, I am 
certainly a healer by profession and and by passion. I um, am still practicing as a PA, and I absolutely love that. Um, and you know, in, in my downtime, I write a blog, um, really for the sole purpose of helping people to heal from the inside out. Um, I feel that mindset is such an important part of our total overall well-being and health. And I cannot tell you how many patients in my you know, 10 years of practicing medicine, how many patients have profoundly impacted me by their mindset despite their circumstances. And they have such joyful lives despite what's happening to them and their health. And so I am pretty dang passionate about helping to just inspire and motivate people to find the joy in any circumstance that they're in. And so that's, that's what my blog is about. Beautiful. And uh, find the joy in anything and, and, and no matter where you are. And I'm sure that comes from personal experience, as you just mentioned, from, you know, the yeah. fact that you are, are now where you are uh, living and, you know, where you were living and you've got to find some joy in that. So, um, and, th and that comes passionately through your blog. And I had a chance to read, uh, you know, some of your blog and I'm certainly signed up uh, to hear more. And, you know, I can't wait to read your book. And typically we like to read the books, um, but your showcase came up fairly quickly and uh, wasn't able to get through everything. But I know uh, Alan, you know, uh, was able to read some of the stuff, um, you know, from your book directly and share some of that with our audience. But, you know, let's, um, let's, let's, let's point people to your website. And I know, Alan, you've got a cute couple of other things um, that a couple other things that we want to uh, discuss with, uh, with Jennifer, but it's back to center wellness.com. Is that correct, Jennifer? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and you're all over social media. You're on Twitter and Facebook, um, which seems to be some of the predominant ones. Uh, I guess uh, maybe Instagram as well? I'm not on Instagram yet, but, you know, that's going to probably change very soon. I'm, I feel I'm, I'm a little slower to jump into <laughs> all of the channels than some people, but... Well, there's certainly a lot of them. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's crazy keeping up with all this stuff but um yeah soon i will be uh getting an instagram account as well so sure sure so but you're on the you know the the, the original two i like to call them with facebook and twitter and you know you, people can get a hold of you there alan what uh what else are we uh what else are we going to talk to jennifer about well i just like to say uh, before we continue here that jennifer your voice is so calming and so consistent um, you know, I really appreciate that. It really is. And it's, it's inviting in the fact that I feel very comfortable talking with you. And Thank you very much. The tone of your voice makes me assured. It makes me, um, you know, the barriers are down because I think there's, a, there's an honesty and a, uh, a purity that comes from your voice. And I'm sure a part of that is is by design and it's by your maker and how you live your life and part of that's come from how you've come through your life and uh, so I, I, I honor that and, and I guess with that because it's su such a and I really think it's a unique tone in your voice 
uh, that you use. What do you do on, you know, for the audience that may be going through something like this or some other piece in their life where they want to be able to take the joy and make that predominant? Is there anything that you do during the day or every day as a routine that keeps you in that joyful spirit? You know, I think one of the biggest things that I do um, every single day and certainly through, through this particular um, time in my life with, with the book is I see tremendous value in using our experiences to serve others. In fact, the vast majority of my blog posts are telling stories that are happening in my life. Um, my last story that I wrote was about, you know, my little girl who came home and had a very large chunk of her hair cut off at school and how her perspective on that was such an eye-opener for me and my own. Um, but I feel that there is, we all have a story. We all have something to say. We all have such incredible experience in our lives individually. And it, I know in, in life, we have so many moments that define us. And those moments can often involve other people that are sharing a piece of themselves with us that brings us value. And I think that a life filled with purpose is a life filled with serving. And so what better way to serve than to use your shortcomings and your failures and your hiccups and your successes and your pain and all of the things that make you the beautiful version of you with others. Um, because when you can do that, I think that you empower yourself and, and, and them. I, I truly believe that one of the most profound ways to gain spiritual strength is to love. And when you can take something that has happened in your own life and use that for the betterment of someone else, it, pro it provides you with just an incredible amount of purpose and value to your life. And so I think that's one of the main things that I just am very intentional with in my own world is using what I go through to serve. Well put. Yeah, very, very well put. I think we don't always do that. I think we, uh, you know, a lot of times I know, speaking for myself and, and not for the audience, that, uh, you know, it's only been in the last, you know, eight or ten years through my life experiences I've been able to do that and uh, really be able to use the experiences in the story. And that's something that Chris and I talk a lot about. And uh, hence it, it shows in, in, in our guests as well is that using your life stories to be able to offer value and other avenues and experiences as well as the new things that come along with technology and come along, you know, in the industries that we want to be aware of and be kind of on the leading edge using our stories, um, you know, how we made it through the mud and the mire. And I'm not saying that success comes from whatever that might be uh, defined by anybody, uh, you know, from from just a, a cachet of, of, you know, maybe negative or challenging life experiences. But your character shows more in um, those challenges and how you navigated through because you didn't have a choice. Uh, when oh, you have yeah. a choice, sometimes it's easier. But when you have no choice, it's tough. It is. And, and, you know, I think along the same lines, I think what's really important that I think is hard to do, certainly in the moment, but if you can look at those challenges that we have in life as an opportunity, um, you can get such uh, incredible value from, from those experiences that you struggle through because you have no other choice. But if you can 
really see that as an opportunity for growth, man, I think that that is a tremendous tool to put in your toolbox as well. Jennifer, when you're talking, thank you for that. When you're talking with with clients, what's their um, with what we're talking about here and and using their their histories? What's their reaction when um, when, when you're talking about uh, this and and kind of having them look back internally into their life to find those tools? What are they? How are they responding to that? You know, most people are really surprised at what they tend to carry with them as far as um, the luggage that they carry, the toxic behavior, the toxic people, um, resentment and anger, whatever it is that they are just letting have such a power over them. When we start to really talk through all of this stuff, it's amazing to see the freedom that they experience once they, once they begin to kind of let that stuff go and see things through you know, a, a clearer lens. And um, so a lot of it is surprise in, in the sense of the self-reflection that people can do when they start to really take a look at those things. And when they start to, you know, see how their own experiences have served others, it's energizing. Um, and, and they want to do more of it. And they feel, you know, refreshed and renewed from that, which is really, really cool. I like that what you said uh, self-reflection, you know, is an, you know, can be amazing and energizing. And I think a lot of times, you know, we're afraid to look at history because maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't positive. And so we, we, we compartmentalize it. But what you're talking about is, is bringing that out and, and releasing some of that. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's past, it's history. You can't change it. So you might as well let it go instead of letting it uh, letting it affect you, right? So I, I love that. I think that's exactly. great advice. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's time to, to move on because, I mean, it can be just so um, heavy to carry such weight with you. I mean, and I look at certainly the experience in Afghanistan and all of the pain and anger and at sometimes even rage and sadness and loss and all of those things, and that's, no way to live, to continue to feel those things. So eventually you have to, you have to learn to let those go and, and embrace what they've done for your life, though. I mean, I, I truly believe everything that we go through has purpose. And even if it's painful, I would never change the things that I've gone through because they have been the pieces of the puzzle that have made me who I am today. And they're so important, each and every one of them. If we can just look at things that way, even though it's hard to do that in a moment, I think it's important when you can go back and reflect and, and see the value of those times, especially once you're through them, to see what they've done for you and how you've grown through them. Well, that you know, that's perfect, and I, and I think that's something that goes with uh, you know your personal life and your business life is don't be afraid to turn around and look at your path, you know. And if you didn't yeah. necessarily like it, but you have to respect it because it got you to where you're at. Definitely, definitely. I love it. You know, it'd be great to talk to you all day long. In fact, uh, to Alan's point, um, you know, it, it's just a pleasure to listen to you and and that calmness um, that you have uh, and that you you know present. And I'm sure 
you know, you may look at yourself a little bit different, but I, I want to assure you that that's what we feel. And, um, you know, I think that the audience could agree that you found that calmness uh, probably through some, you know, crazy things that you've gone through and really appreciate that. And it's that time, you know, it's coming and, and it comes so fast on this show, Jennifer, that <laughs> we, uh, we have to say, you know, or move on to the next part uh, of our show and, and eventually, um, you know, the show ends. But I want to ask you a question before we uh, get into the rapid, bold insight with you is uh, will you come back sometime this year with us and, uh, and, and let us know where you're at and what's, what's happened. And, and certainly we're going to ask you a couple of questions on, on what that looks like for your future but would you come back this year oh I'd be honored to of course awesome well we appreciate that we heard it here folks uh, you know Jennifer Clark will be back with us um, sometime this year and we'll certainly uh, keep you uh, up to date on where she's uh, what she's doing and where she's going but certainly go to uh, Jennifer's uh, site and sign yourself up it's again back to centered no sorry back to center wellness.com uh, thanks, uh, Alan, for my echo in the back, uh, keeping me on track. Um, but I appreciate that. That, that, that. That's how we work together, folks. That's, uh, that, 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 that is a sign of a good marriage right there. Um, well, listen, I want to get into the bold, rapid, bold insight with you. And then, you know, obviously, Alan will, uh, you know, end our show with one question that I know our audience is going to be uh, anticipating uh, from, from you because that's uh, how we end our shows. But, uh, Jennifer, you're a real pleasure. And uh, I can tell you I can, I can listen all day long. Um, and I will read your book and I will provide some feedback and give you, uh, you know, a great review on Amazon. And I promise you that. Uh, and it's well worth it. Thank you. What book do you recommend, Jennifer? I love books, um, but I can tell you the one that I keep going back to certainly is one of my top tens. is a super quick read. It's called QBQ, The Question Behind the Question by John G. Miller. Have you guys ever read that? I haven't yet, but mm -hmm. I'm intrigued. Oh, I'm intrigued. It is such a good book. It's really based on personal accountability. You know, it's so kind of that whole victim mindset, uh, you know, things happening to me and how come this, who dropped the ball here and who did this, who's to blame. And it's not about that. It's, it's about learning to, you know, turn those pointed questions to yourself and what you can do better to eliminate blame and complaining and procrastination. And I think it's one of the uh, best books to read as far as, Anybody who's got a, a plan and a mission to do something bigger than themselves, um, it's a wonderful, wonderful read. I Fantastic. Yeah, the question behind the question. I love the, uh, the, 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 the aspect of that. Um, yeah. What do you do for fun? You know, I love spending time with my family. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and I do anything that that entails, whether it's doing some crazy fun family game nights. Um, I can tell you dinner, the dinner table is one of our most sacred places. I, I wish more families would spend some time there, have some good conversations, and, and grow together. Um, so that's certainly my everyday habit is to sit around that dinner table with my family. But, you know, when people ask me what's your favorite thing to do, um, inevitably my response is something I've never done before. I love learning and doing new things, and so that is something that I strive to find and discover what the next fun thing is to do for sure. 
<laughs> I love it. You know, the student mindset for sure and always learning. Yes. What one piece of technology has helped you in your you know, business uh, the most? What would you recommend to people? You know, I might sound completely silly in saying this, but I don't care. Um, YouTube is amazing because <laughs> there's so much stuff out there. I love it. Oh, yeah. That I have no clue, and all you got to do is pop up YouTube. I caught myself like having to write some HTML code the other day, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So let me YouTube it. <laughs> and it's amazing. So, yeah, YouTube by far has been pretty, pretty awesome. I agree with you 100% on that. In fact, I think we're just scratching the surface on, on what that can do. And in fact, it's so funny on YouTube, uh, just you know, thinking about how people go there to find out how-tos. Um, I know some friends of mine that um, you know, their parents came to babysit the kids and they didn't know how to, you know, when you go to people's houses, sometimes you don't know how to use their TVs and, you know, their uh, stereo systems and everything else, you know, it might be foreign to some people. So they YouTubed a video and provided them exactly how to do everything. So I'm with you. I'm with you on YouTube. It's a great resource. What quote has had the most impact on you, Jennifer? So my, I think, ultimate favorite quote is by a Persian poet. His name is Hafiz. And it's, I am a hole in a flute that God's breath moves through. Listen to the music. Mm. I just think it's so profound. I think that we all are vessels to a certain degree of something much bigger than ourselves. And everything that we do in our life, our you know, our interactions with the people that we know, the, the words that we say and the thoughts that we feel, they're all a reflection of something so much bigger than us. And how beautiful to put that in an analogy like that and then just say listen to the music is just really profound and beautiful. I love it. And, and, and what a great one. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What is your next bold move, Jennifer? You know, my mission, again, is to really uh, help people to do what I've done in my life as far as resilience is concerned. And um, I I really want to use my platform as an opportunity for people to share their stories to serve others in the same way that I have. And so I want to be bolder and certainly bigger in, in that aspect and grow that to something much, much bigger. I love it. And we were we are here to help you do that. In fact, you're surrounded by some great people that are going to do that as well once you meet uh, the rest of the alumni. I can tell you that. We're all bold thinkers and uh, we're certainly uh, supportive of uh, everybody's uh, endeavor out there. So thank you. Alan, Alan, my friend, it's that oh, time. It is, that, it is time. that time. It is that time. I'm looking at the clock ticking away here. We're running close to an hour, and I'm really surprised by that. But uh, then again, not, because with great content, time passes. Sure. Um, ooh, that was so profound. Uh, well, really not all that profound. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jennifer, thanks so much for being on the show. We really uh, you know, honor you for your service to our country, your service to your family, and your service to all the listeners out there, that, uh, including our audience, that are going to be able to take away some of the golden nuggets, as, as Crystal uh, boldly says. Uh, from the uh, from the show today. So with that said, um, you know, this is the last question we're going to we're going to wrangle you with. But um, and this could be, you know, your answer to this could be something you've already talked about today or it could be something new. But what one bold move would you like to leave with our audience? 
fail forward. I honestly think that we should all know and embrace we're going to have mistakes and we're going to have hiccups and disappointments and just use those to your opportunity to grow and be even better. And so know what's going to happen and that's wonderful and beautiful and just use it to grow and be amazing. Fantastic. I like it. That might be one of the shortest quotes. Sail forward. I love that. But says it all. Yep. I love it. It and, it and 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 what a great concept to uh, to leave our guests with. And and Jennifer, what a pleasure. You're you're just wonderful person. Thank you for doing the things you're doing to help the people out there. Thanks for coming on our show. And um, we just uh, you know really, I, I took a few pages of notes that um, reminding myself of things that you know we can easily forget through uh, through our days of you know being busy. Um, but you know, one thing that really stood out is uh, be intentional with your joy, and I want to leave everybody in the audience um, with that uh, you know profound insight from Jennifer that she uh, she brought forward at, you know at the beginning of uh, the show. And, and life is short; life is too short for a lot of others. Um, but if you're here today and and you've woke you know you woke up and, and you're able to uh, you know breathe, I think that that's the joy we need to you know embrace. And uh, Jennifer, thank you for doing the things you've done. And uh, Alan, take us away, my friend, and I'll uh, I'll say our goodbyes. Great, Chris. As usual, it's been a joy. Continue to be a joy to work with you and to be able to bring these great guests to a, a great uh, listener audience. It is an honor to be able to do that, and uh, you know we don't take that for granted. So those out there listening, please know that we appreciate you, uh, Jennifer. As as we've said before, it's an honor to have you on the show. Uh, we appreciate your being so transparent with uh, your mission and with your history and with the experiences. And I think that's what makes or helps make the magic and the genius in you. Um, thank you for coming back on the show. Um, we we appreciate that, and of course we'll let the audience know when those when that time's coming. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but Chris, we're there. Uh, take us home, buddy. You got it. Thank you, audience. Thank you for showing up today. And uh, definitely come to info at thinkbowlbebowl.com and give us some comments. Uh, what you're looking for, we'll be happy to uh, find the people that will come on and, and talk about it. As well as go to iTunes and uh, give us a rating and comments. We love you guys. Be bold, nation. And uh, it wouldn't be a show without me saying do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.